Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130, to Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991, to Boston, Bloomberg 1061, to San Francisco, Bloomberg 960, to the country, Sirius XM Channel 119, and around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and BloombergRadio.com. This is Bloomberg Markets. This is Bloomberg Markets. Corey Johnson here in our AM 960 studios. Carol Masser back east shopping like crazy for me on Amazon Prime Day. Oh, just you wait. Wait till those boxes show up on your door. So um, much quality stuff out there. <laughs> hey, speaking about quality moves, uh, Miller Core is working directly with its uh, growers to help reduce water use on its farms. We'll get the lowdown on exactly what it's doing in just a moment, though. Let's get back to your top business stories. Here is, once again, Charlie Pellet. All right. I thank you very much, Carol Masser. Thank you, Corey Johnson. Mixed picture on Wall Street today. Little change. The key takeaway take stocks did rebound. The Dow up half a point. S&P down a point. NASDAQ higher by 16. Twitter has named Ned Siegel. He's a senior VP of finance at Intuit as chief financial officer. That is effective next month. He'll be taking over the role from Anthony Noto, who will remain chief operating officer. Noto, of course, has been holding both roles at the San Francisco-based social media company since November of 2016. Uh, today we saw Twitter shares advance by by 3.1%. Stocks mixed, as we mentioned, the 10-year up uh, 4.30 seconds, yield there 2.36%. Gold up 2.40 the ounce to 12.15, a gain there of two-tenths of 1%. And crude oil, West Texas Intermediate, up $1.23 a barrel, 45.62, a gain there of 2.8%. The former president and CEO of the Federal Reserve Bank of Philadelphia, Charles Plosser, says President Trump's, uh, Trump's choice for chief banking regulator Randy Quarles is the right choice. He spoke this morning with Bloomberg Television. Randy will be a voice of reason, a voice of um, questioning. You know, regulators, whether it be at the Fed or other places, tend to slip into groupthink about this kind of command and control strategy. I think Randy will ask questions, will wonder whether not whether regulation is needed, but have we got the right kind of regulation? Is it efficient? Are we using our resources efficiently? Are we achieving the objectives that we want to have? And again, recapping here, equities mix. The S&P lower by a point down about one-tenth of one percent. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Thank you very much, Charlie Pellet. You're listening to Bloomberg Markets on Bloomberg Radio. Takes me back to the Boston Pops July 4th celebration. Melissa Etheridge playing with the Boston Pops and she sang that song, Corey Johnson. It was amazing. I'm just saying. Sounds great. It was great. Hey, also great is something that Miller Coors is up to. And, uh, Karina Deal is, uh, Director of Community Affairs at Miller Coors based in Chicago in our Bloomberg 1130 studio right here in New York. Welcome to Bloomberg Radio. Thank you so much. Tell me what you guys are doing. So we saved 15 billion gallons of water. Uh, in 2016. That which sounds is, like a lot. was huge for us. It's actually the equivalent of more than 22,000 Olympic pools. <laughs> That's a lot. How yes. mu- what percentage of water is it that you use? Well, the majority of the water that we use to brew our beers is actually used in the agricultural supply chain. About 90% is used at that point. So that's why we have such great partnerships with our barley growers. Um, we partner with them to make sure that they're using less water. We help them with technology, and we actually created a platform um, last year to help them share best practices and share information, and they've gotten really, really great at doing that and using less water to brew the best barley. 
Do you, uh, how long are you, well, yeah, um, uh, uh, for brewing, yes. Uh, <laughs> what kind of long-term contracts do you have with them? I mean, how long do they have your business so that they can make the changes that you guys are demanding of them? Sure. So several of our um, barley partners have actually worked with us for multiple generations. There, are, We've got about 864 um, barley farmers, so a good number of them have worked with us for four and five generations, if you can believe that. And we, we do have a few that have come along um, in the last 10 years or so, but for the most part, these are farmers who have been with us for a very long time. Listen, it sounds like you guys have a great <clears throat> moral compass, um, and but i got to ask you, it's a good thing. I'm so pro-environment. But yes. why do you do this? Well, for several reasons. First, um, we know that it's important to consumers. Uh, more Is it really? And, yes. We, more and more we're finding that consumers care about how companies behave, especially millennial consumers. Mm-hmm. Which, are, which are millennial consumers are the ones who decide what kind of beer they're going to drink for the rest of their lives with any, with any luck. You're not, you're, not, you're not adding a lot of new 60-year-olds at Molson, I would imagine. <laughs> right. Right. Um, so that's one important reason. And second, it's extremely important to maintain the watersheds. Um, we're going to need water for a very long time if we want to stick around. So we need to take care of this um, resource. And that's that's really the the major reason why we do this. Um, you know, Adolph Coors and Frederick Miller both chose Golden and Milwaukee for amazing water resources. So we continue to keep that tradition and making sure that we take care of the environment. Um, and, and to that, I mean, what else are you doing to adapt to millennial tastes in, in terms of sort of your messaging, uh, let alone your product? Sure. There's a lot that we're doing. Um, we have several innovations um, at play right now. You probably have heard of Henry's Hard Soda, which is doing really well in the flavored malt uh, beverage area. We actually just launched our um, sparkling waters, which are delicious. Um, and you may have heard about Zima. We brought that back for the summer. And 90s are very much on trend right now, fashion, food, all of it. So millennials are, are loving this. Our retailers and consumers are, are loving the brand. Um, so so there's a lot that we are doing to change the way we brew our beers to really cater to our consumers' changing tastes. I mean, as director of community affairs, it's kind of interesting. And I, I think, you know, you go back a few decades and companies didn't necessarily have this position mm-hmm. at a company. How important is it connecting with the community um, to, to kind of do the right thing but also help the bottom line? Right. So we... Um, We've got a strategy in place, and economic empowerment, water stewardship, and civic leadership are three areas that we really focus on. Um, my team is also, in addition to environmental responsibility, is responsible for community affairs and also responsible for alcohol responsibility, so drunk driving prevention mm-hmm. um, and that sort of thing. So, Are you the, the buzzkill part of Miller? Right? <laughs> no, I'm part of the best part of Miller Coors. How <laughs> about the responsible part of yes. Miller? This is the good stuff. That's what I said, isn't it? Yeah. Well, the truth is that consumers, like I said, are really looking at companies to see how we behave. Um, So it's important for us to do this. And we care about it. We've always acted responsibly. We follow the... Regardless of what comes out of regulatory, the regulatory trends and Mm -hmm. so on and so forth, you guys are kind of just setting your own path. Yes, we absolutely are. We've got our own goals. We have 2020 goals that we're um, getting close to when we're in process of setting 2025 goals together with Molson Coors. So we've always got a compass um, that we're following. Yeah. 
Karina, thank you so much. Thank you. Interesting to see what you guys are up to. Yeah, we'd love to have you here. Karina Deal, uh, Director of Community Affairs at Miller Coors, based in Chicago, in our Bloomberg 1130 studio. And in keeping with our Amazon Prime rundown of things on the website, this is for kind of maybe not. Uh, there's a pink flamingo bird beer bong <laughs> for $16.59, Corey. And that, well, you know, it's this useful stuff that really is leading to this great uh, Price disintermediation, inflation constructor. <laughs> if you're more upscale, there's the champagne. Oh boy, for champagne. <laughs> I I don't make a, this stuff up. I don't understand. So you're supposed to use this while you're. Uh, yeah, it's just bad stuff. Uh, not bad stuff. It's all good stuff. Everybody, buy what you want. <laughs> this is Bloomberg Radio. To the Nathan Hager bailing us out once again okay. from our 991 Studios in Washington D.C. Well, I'm keeping it online, Carol and Corey, because President Trump is reacting to something his son-in-law posted on Twitter, saying Donald Trump Jr. is a high-quality person and applauding his transparency. White House spokeswoman Sarah Sanders read a statement from the president after Donald Trump Jr. tweeted his email chain with a British music publicist who set up a meeting with a Russian lawyer during last year's campaign. These emails appear to show Trump Jr. eager to hear potentially damaging information about Hillary Clinton from the Russian government. This is clear black and white evidence that there was a, at least based on the email, a Russian government effort that the Trump campaign welcomed to try to discredit Hillary Clinton. Senate Intelligence Committee Vice Chair Mark Warner speaking with Bloomberg Television. Even some GOP leaders are calling on Trump Jr. to testify before that committee now. The future of some controversial tax regulations remains unclear even after President Trump signed an executive order for the Treasury Department to review rules that the Obama administration put out in its final year. Looking at that list of significant regulations, the Treasury Department is required to recommend that Certain of those regulations be singled out for review for recommendations that the Treasury Department has to either repeal the regulations or modify the regulations. That's Bloomberg BNA senior tax reporter Allison Bennett. She says comments on these regulations are due August 7th. You can read more at BNA.com. Global News, 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,700 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. This is Bloomberg. Bloomberg.